0: Disney Vibes Podcast, talking insider tips, tricks, and pixie dust for the most magical place on earth. Here's Andrew and Heather. Welcome to this week's episode of the Disney Vibes Podcast, episode 26. Good morning.
1: Good morning, sunshine.
0: Oh, sunshine. (laughs) Look at this. I don't even know what to say about sunshine. Oh, boy. Well, Disney Vibes brought to you by Magical Destinations Travel. You like us, our content, our show. You like Heather's jokes. Show your support by booking your next Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise, Adventures by Disney, Olani, Universal, other cruises. Bookmdtravel.com. Cost you nothing. That's it. And please continue to download the Disney Vibes podcast wherever you get your podcast from. You like the content. Help us out by providing feedback and rating as well. We greatly appreciate your support. Now, that being said, I know we've talked about going video, and we have to go video so you can see how many times Heather raises her hand.
1: I have a lot to say, and I don't <laughs> want to interrupt.
0: <laughs> All righty. All right, hit me with your joke.
1: All right. What music does Buzz Lightyear like best? Mm. And this is in honor of us seeing Buzz Lightyear this weekend.
0: I don't know his favorite type of music.
1: And you're a DJ.
0: All right, give Do it you to give me. give up?
1: Neptunes.
0: Neptunes because of space? Is that yeah. why? Yeah. Okay. Oh my
1: gosh!
0: It's you're, all right. You're tough this morning. The new Lightyear looks fun. I mean, it looks it looks like a decent movie. So we're, we're excited to see it. The kids are stoked, and it's gotten great reviews. All right. So, would you rather have the genie grant you three wishes, or have a fairy godmother give you a full makeover?
1: Oh my gosh! Come on. <laughs> Do you really need you know, to know? You <laughs> know, this is why
0: we need video. Because when I first said it, she was like, oh, of course it's three wishes. And then when I said the second part, she was like, you heard her reaction. No.
1: So I would love to have myself a fairy godmother for sure.
0: But she's just going to give you a full makeover. It's
1: fine.
0: All right. So here's what's happening. First things first. Let's talk some Disneyland news. Disneyland Cars Land, you know, we had the opportunity to go to Disneyland Resort, not just Resort, but and California Adventure, and they're celebrating 10 years of Cars Land at Disney's California Adventure. Now, Brayden was a youngin when we went out there. Yeah. And it's the 10th anniversary of Cars Land, and the exciting road trip out there at Disney's California Adventure Park at the Disneyland Resort will be fun. So it's officially 10 years old because it opened on June 15, 2012. And if you've never experienced it, please at some point try to make the trip out there because it's huge.
1: It is huge, and everything is sized, like, appropriately. Like, you feel like you're just in this.
0: You're in Cars. Yeah. You're it, in the movie. Yep. You're in Radiator Springs. Legit. Mm-hmm. It's 12 acres, Cars Land, and Flows, like, so Flows V.A. Cafe. Flows V.A. in the movie is like a gas station. Here you get milkshakes and food. The Cozy Cone, right? Mm-hmm. They have all of the things. Go ahead, raise No, your hand. I
1: remember. I, <laughs> no, I remember um, at the Cozy Cone, I had some sort of. Food that was in shape of like a cone. I can't remember what was in it. But I honestly, I can't believe it's only 10 years old. I feel like it's long. Um, I feel like it should be older. But we were there when Brayden was maybe two. It
0: wasn't even two. He was one. Oh. 2015. Yeah. Right.
1: So we were there when it was fairly open.
0: Yeah, it was new. And it definitely is something to check out. They have uh, all kinds of things like the Radiator Springs Racers, which is uh, pretty cool when you're actually in a Lightning McQueen and Sally car you legit go on that long drive if you're the what I forgot what they call it, the pass, remember? The wheel well. That was it. Where you would drive where McQueen and Sally went and and had their date, so to speak, right? They you you literally in the in the ride go all the way throughout that whole area. It's it's massive and it's awesome. I would definitely recommend getting out there to see that. Other ears, what's happening news? The big thing Adventures by Disney has a new trip. Now, we haven't had the opportunity to experience uh, ABD yet uh, uh, ourselves. However, they now have a new Disney Parks Around the World, a private jet adventure, which was just announced. It's 24 days, Heather, globetrotting private jet vacation for the ultimate Disney fan. And you will experience all 12 Disney parks, three Disney studios, and three iconic landmarks in India, Egypt, and France. What do you think about that?
1: I have no words, honestly. That's insane. That's 24 days. That's that's more, almost like a month. I don't know if I could do that, honestly. Right, so
0: you're going to visit all 12 Disney parks, Walt Disney World Resort, Disneyland Resort, Disneyland Paris, Shanghai Disney, Tokyo Disney, three Disney Studios, and the iconic landmarks uh, like Taj Mahal's, Pyramids of Giza. Wow. And you'll have all those. There'll be exclusive experiences, foods included, right? Mm-hmm. It's definitely a VIP treatment. However, ready for it? Oh,
1: my. Yes.
0: How much do you think it's going to cost? Oh,
1: good, I'm not good with this stuff. Like per person?
0: Per person. Ah. Based on W occupancy. Oh, gosh. So, I mean, each person is the same, is, is one set fee. I don't
1: know. 80 grand. Could
0: you imagine spending 80 grand on a vacation? No. <sighs> Don't get me wrong. I mean, we, if money we know was things an have, option,
1: <laughs> sure, why not?
0: <laughs> things have gone completely skyrocketed with all kinds of things. There are only 75 guests that go on each of these ABD trips, obviously because of the size of the plane they need you know, for the private jet. Oh, okay. Hmm. It's $109,000 per person, double oh occupancy. my goodness.
1: $220,000. For two people? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you multiply that by five?
0: <laughs> well... Forget that. Just $220,000. We can get a house for that.
1: I know that. Oh, my goodness. Well, but, you know what? If you could do it, power to you, report back to us. Okay?
0: Uh, yeah, I tell you, it's crazy. It is. Uh, it, God it's,
1: bless if anybody could do that.
0: $100,000 plus, you know, for that. But, yeah, so if you're interested, please, please, I beg you, call <laughs> us to book this trip. We will. We will work. You know, Heather will be your personal concierge working with you to book this trip. Absolutely. BookMDTravel.com.
1: And I'll come in your suitcase.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Other Disneyland news. So they are having the Oogie Boogie Bash come back, their Halloween party, uh, out in Disneyland. And that will begin September 2nd. So for those uh, guests that are going out to Disneyland, the Oogie Boogie Bash will return and Halloween time overall at Disneyland Resort will come back starting September 2nd through Halloween of 2022. They'll have Pluto's Pumpkin Pursuit, which is that pumpkin hunt they do. Uh, Things will extend down uh, to downtown Disney District with all their uh, decor and specialty offerings. And then they also have uh, Plaza de la Familia at Disney's California Adventure Park. will be September 2nd through November 2nd to celebrate the spirit of Dia de los Muertos with live entertainment foods, crafts, interactive experiences. So all celebrating uh, Halloween and getting you in that spirit. Awesome. All right. So for this week, we discussed, well, I should say last week, we talked about Epcot rides and kind of um, a strategy of sorts of how to attack the park, where the air condition was, what rides to go on in that, uh, you know, order, how many of you should ride, you know, the thrill level, so on and so forth. This week, we want to continue with a focus on Epcot, however, Let's talk about two things. One that can be experienced all the time and one that's coming up rather soon. And for those who are attending anytime soon, let us talk about the Epcot Food and Wine Festival, which we were able to experience last year, which they continue at Epcot and Disney expands the dates because it never used to start in the summer. It was always like a September start date. Right. And it was like 60 days. Now they are almost bumping it, I'd say, like to 120 days because the dates for the 2022 Epcot Food and Wine Festival are July 14th through November 19th. Now, the nice thing about this is it's going to completely change your plans to some degree Mm -hmm. because you're not going to need as many sit-down dinners. I mean, you may want them, however— There's so much food.
1: Right. It's a matter of, you know, if you really want to take a couple moments to, you know, maybe relax at a table or whatnot. Um, An
0: air condition, yeah.
1: Yeah, yep. Or if you just want to kind (laughs) of have that vibe of walking around and just sampling different types of foods um, from many different backgrounds. Um, You know, and just kind of like, I almost felt like it was just, when we did it, just kind of like strolling around and, seeing if this is something that we would want to get and whatnot and just, you're not committed hundred percent to, we have to get to our reservation at this time promptly, blah, blah, blah. So. Right.
0: There's certain restaurants you're going to want to hit fan favorites. We have our favorites, right? For example. Yep. Um, and remember just as a quick note, 60 days out, dining reservations can be made advanced dining reservations. It's 60 days, no longer 180. Now, Speaking of Epcot Food and Wine Festival, there is a ton of information uh, thanks to Disney Food Blog. Heather, can you put all of those links that they have oh into a post for, you know, give them credit, obviously, to sure. to everything? Because they have links for the Booth and Menu Index. They have the special events. They have the uh, low-cost seminars and demonstrations on cooking. There is a beat concert scheduled. There's, the, um, there's a f- uh, Facebook page for the Wine Festival fans. Uh, there's the Wine Festival, Wine and Dine Half Marathon. Um, there's the Swan and Dolphin Food and Wine Classic. Uh, they have the Food and Wine Festival 101, uh, Food and Wine Festival Vegetarian Items, and Food and Wine Festival Gluten Free Items. I so,
1: will certainly take care of it 100. percent
0: So we don't have all of the you know the specifics yet, but uh, you can definitely you know go there and and see. Uh, it'll continually evolve as more artists are put for the attractions, for the bands and everything like that. So there are a ton of marketplace booths. There's the Swanky Sauce Swine, Appleseed Orchard, Hops and Barley, Earth Eats, uh, and Shimmering Sips, again, hosted by Corsicle, which was oh, a sponsor love- last year. Mm-hmm. Right? So there's going to be a lot. But the biggest thing is, as you do this, the big, the first thing you need to do is pick up your festival passport, that you refer uh, to throughout your time at the festival, and keep track of everything you taste and sip. And last year was a cheese thing. We had to keep getting all the cheese stamps because I think it was uh, focused on Remy. But yes, it was right. Very chewy. So you had once you got the five, you tried the five different uh, dishes with cheese. You got something I don't remember something small. But that that festival book is, is there. It's also digital if you're just a digital person as well in the My Disney Experience app. So there's a lot going on in regards for that, but I would definitely, 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 uh, if you're going to be at Walt Disney World Resort at any point during those uh, those dates, you definitely want to check out the, the experience of food and wine overall at Epcot while you are there. It is fun for the entire family because they have... The Hide and Squeak Scavenger Hunt, right, is what they, you know, they had. It's, it's coming back. So Remy's Ratatouille Hide and Squeak Scavenger Hunt for the kids. So while you're tasting all the different food, the kids have a scavenger hunt chart that they kind of have to fill out and, and get things punched. And basically, all they're doing is they go on a scavenger hunt in search of the little Remy statuettes hidden all around the park. A lot of fun for, for your map and stickers. It's a cost. It was nine ninety nine in the past. But it definitely keeps track of our little chef pal. And once you've completed your map, uh, you can collect your prize. And it it was like a bowl last year or something. There was a redemption prize that you were able to get. So, again, to keep the kids involved or or excited because – you know, if they don't like to eat, depending upon their age, they may not be excited about food and wine as uh, th- their wine. Parent, their parent <laughs> counterparts. Um, they wine in a different way, right?
1: Right. Uh, really quick. So I think it's important to point out that this is not an additional cost to you to, like, attend it. Right. Um, so it's within the whole park, well, the showcase, and they just have kiosks of the specialty foods that they're serving. And then obviously there's when you pay for it, but it's not a separate ticket to ent- to enter for it.
0: Correct. Yep, it's included within your EPCOT admission. Mm-hmm. Last year we were just talking about Emil's uh, montage uh, with rec- like his crawl, and last year was all the cheese. Remember? Uh, and this year it's going to be a little different. Instead of five cheesy options, it's now five dishes out of ten. And here are the ten that I just want to talk about, uh, and then we'll talk. Uh, we'll move on to our next topic. Okay. Crispy barbecued pork rinds with pimento cheese. Okay. You have no say about that, guys.
1: Well, well <laughs> I love um You love you some pork. good pork rinds. I The rind part's getting to me, but whatever. I'm sure it's phenomenal.
0: All right. Smoked corned beef with crispy potatoes, cheese curds, pickled onions, and beer cheese fondue.
1: Oh, my. That sounds heavy.
0: Yep. Crispy a paneer with mango curry ketchup.
1: Oh, crispy what?
0: Pineer. I don't know what that is. It's in India.
1: Okay. (laughs) Google it. Yes, I'm sure it's wonderful.
0: Uh, Pasta gratin with ham, onions, and cheese in Germany. I think we had that. Something similar. That was good.
1: Yes, I agree.
0: Um, Griddled cheese with pistachios and honey. We had that, too. That was from Greece. I remember that. Brazilian cheese bread. Canadian cheddar and bacon soup served with a pretzel roll in Canada.
1: That was phenomenal. That was awesome. Yep, I'll have two of those.
0: (laughs) Passion fruit cheesecake with toasted macadamia nuts. And that actually is in the Hawaii marketplace. And it starts on the day we arrive. So
1: then it's meant to be.
0: Yeah. And mac and cheese, again, at the Mac and Eats uh, marketplace as well.
1: We had that last year.
0: Yeah, the kids like that. The Mm -hmm. boys like that. So uh, definitely something to check out. Uh, Food and Wine Festival for 2022 at Epcot. All right. Last thing we want to discuss this week is something that we have done, something that you may want to attempt. Uh, but I guess the the best advice we could give is pace yourself.
1: Indeed. <laughs> and we're still in Epcot, by the way.
0: Yes. Sorry. Staying at Epcot, focusing on World Showcase, let's talk about drinking around the world.
1: Indeed. Let's do so, it.
0: Um, basically drink around the world at Epcot is the way that the adults can have some fun at Walt Disney world, more than just the rides. And we have tips and top picks for, uh, best beers and wine and mixed drinks. And there's, uh, plenty of strategy. If you Google it on how to conquer this worldly task, uh, without, uh, you know, having, uh, you know, scaling a building or something like that. But you'll be, you know, you, you'll be able to actually go through and have a drink in 10 different countries in a single day, maybe.
1: Maybe. I would I would break it up into two days, but it's all good.
0: Yeah, so... If you have the time. Right. Well, but then it's drinking around the world, I guess, in two days. All right. Or... Oh, raise your hand.
1: <laughs> or you can just sit there and share the beverage with someone so it's not like you are downing 10 drinks yourself. So. Right,
0: because remember, especially if you're going with kids... You have to function later in the day. (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) So the premise of it is simple. You start at one end of World Showcase, continue through the countries, sampling a drink and or dessert in each country. There are 11 countries in the World Showcase. It's easier said than done. Mm -hmm. It's even more difficult, like what we were just saying about during food and wine, when there's lots of kiosks that have all those additional drinks that you want to try. However, it is something, it's like, I don't want to say a rite of passage, but it's something fun to do.
1: that and then you can always get because i'm all into like the theming and stuff like that you can always get accessories and shirts and all the things that you know if you're going with a group of people
0: right make a t-shirt yep yep so when we talk about drinking around the world and you should really snack around the world because food soaks up alcohol which enables you to drink more right Right. that's just science uh so that's something that you can definitely do there's a ton of snacks uh most people, I will say, and we're going to talk about this, have their strategy where they go in through World Showcase and they make a left and go where, Heather? They
1: go to Mexico, right? And they get a margarita and that's with the strong. Yeah, there you go. That's I know, and it's a hefty size.
0: Yeah, the yeah, portions are good. So you would definitely want to make it a uh, an all day affair. Remember, World Showcase uh, opens at eleven a.m., so you have extra time. You know, you can have already done Sauron and Test Track and Guardians of the Galaxy in the morning, hopefully. And then you can have Frozen Ever After and Remy's Ratatouille. So as you go through the countries in the pavilions, there is stuff for the, the, the kiddos to do as well. A couple strategies, make sure you uh, explore the pavilions. You know, it'll give you more time to down your beverage, right, Heather? Mm-hmm. You know, but you'll also be able to kind of explore and see all the details that uh, Disney has put into each of the Epcot pavilions themselves. A lot of people don't go in deep. Right, and they have great depth to explore, especially with uh, Morocco, Germany, Italy, and Canada. I
1: think that's where we remember sangria. We, yeah, yeah, it was in Morocco. It wasn't Morocco. Was Morocco. It was Morocco. Yeah, yeah there. Um, sometimes when you're trying, no to
0: lines. Bring, Sorry,
1: that is very true. No lines. It can be cooler, by the way, um, so you can get some, um, you know, relief from the sun. But um, there are times where we were looking for whether there's specialty food or drink for the food and wine festival, and we weren't going deep enough into the the area. So make sure that, you know, ask around if you can't find it.
0: Right. And as you had mentioned, you can share drinks, which kind of helps you to maximize your fun and its moderation. So you can avoid that overconsumption if needed, if necessary. Uh, there are attractions you can enjoy between drinks, as we mentioned, like Grand Fiesta Tour in Mexico, Frozen Ever After in Arendelle, right, Norway, yep. and obviously Remy's Ratatouille Adventure in France. Mm-hmm. There are films for France and Canada and China. And remember, you're just walking around. Uh, American Adventure has another uh, film as well. So there are plenty of things. So when we talk about drinks per country, everybody used to start, like we said, in Mexico, but if you enjoy uh, – beers, and Mm -hmm. there's been some recent changes in Canada, you're better started to go in and go right. If you're more of a mixed drink or tequila fan, you go in and go left, (laughs) right? Um, We're going to list in order from starting with Mexico. Just do it in reverse. Okay. Right. Got it. Here we go. So Mexico, I think Heather already kind of said, what are you going to get?
1: You're going to get margaritas.
0: Yep, And there's plenty of kinds. So they have the blood orange margarita, avocado margarita, and jalapeno margarita. And obviously, tequila flights. Mm, If you start doing that, that, you're going to hit the floor right away after one country, right? But that's something to uh, to check out in Mexico. And as Heather said, you can get the nachos or tacos or burritos. They have everything in that quick serve, too. Don't forget, there are sit-down restaurants as well in many of these countries you want to get a Carlsberg in Norway. It's a solid beer and it's not even really from Norway, but it's definitely up there. And as you're waiting on that line for frozen, it's something you can definitely do. So check out the Carlsberg beer in Norway. The tea stand in China. So I know the name can be deceiving, but it has the mango gingerita. Canto loopy. That's fun. Peach snap or green tea plum slush is the way to go here. So to get that uh, drinks from the tea stand in China. Sing Tao is on draft once in a while, but it's not better than the cocktails. So keep going with the cocktails when you are in China for a cup of tea, Heather. All right. A lot of people used to always go to the African outpost, but you could skip that. It's just a, you know, it's just a regular beer. It's dark uh, amber beer there. Right. Germany, the beer kiosk is usually massive with lines out front. Right. Um, You can avoid those lines by heading deeper into the pavilion. And they have, uh, you know, uh, they have Oktoberfest, Lowenbrow, Spaten, uh, Radburger. I don't know if I pronounced that right. I apologize if I didn't pronounce that right. And they have Heather's favorite beer.
1: I can't pronounce it, but the only thing I know what it is, it's a grapefruit flavored beer. And it's It's a Hefeweizen,
0: Schofferhofer.
1: Whatever you said. Yes, exactly. And it's the most refreshing alcoholic beverage I think at the park.
0: Yeah, Heather gets two. I do. <laughs> and
1: I get really upset when Andrew tries to take mine. Uh, yeah, well, no, it's mine.
0: Definitely get a beer while you were in Germany. After that, you're going to go to Via Napoli uh, in Italy. Maybe a nice air conditioned break. Head inside. You can get a, a uh, Moretti La Rosa, which is a multi beer with a big nutty flavor. The pizza is excellent if you need something filling there. Uh, you can also get Moretti outside. It's available at Tudo Gusto, the Italian wine cellar, where you can also get many different kinds of beer flights. Those kiosks have uh, margaritas. I don't think you should be getting a margarita from Italy, personally, right? Um, but they do also have the wines and dessert wines as well. So they have something for everyone there.
1: I remember getting Prosecco there.
0: Right, so uh, something for everyone. Finally, we are in America. Craft beers in America. So the American Adventure used to... Not be a great spot for drinks, but it's changed. Regal Eagle Smokehouse and Craft Drafts open. They have the walk-up drink window. It's got Cigar City IPA, Angry Orchard, Crisp Apple Hard Cider, Bell's Oberon, Tennessee Lemonade, and much more. And they do have, it's over on the far left, I believe, of the uh, American Adventure. And they have lobster rolls. And so it's definitely something you can check out in the American Adventure. Going to Japan. So in Japan, they have a couple good options. Plum Wine. And hot or cold sake, right? I think we had the cold sake.
1: We had cold sake.
0: I couldn't do the hot. And they also have the Ichiban beer, which is nice and smooth as well. So give them a try. I've not tried the hot sake. Many people said we should try it because it goes down pretty well, but I, I don't want to you know i don't it's just hot i don't know I do. <laughs>
1: maybe for there um at nighttime when it's not scorching hot but maybe
0: perhaps yeah you know if you're starting at 11 a.m who mm-hmm, knows mm-hmm. uh then you're gonna go to morocco you can have a mixed drink or the sangria so casa beer is the only mm-hmm. moroccan themed beer there mm-hmm. however i would definitely try the mixed drink or the sangria. the sangria was phenomenal
1: Yep, it was either white or red, and they put all of they make it right in front of you. I remember they put all the fruit in. Yep. Um, and they'll ask you, and I remember, I was it. The, I think it was the boys. They're like, can we have cherries, and you know, yeah, the cast gave member cherries. gave them cherries.
0: Right. There's also a bar in Morocco, the Tangerine Cafe, where you can get coffee infused with liquor. Mm. So that could be a nice um, late afternoon pick me up uh, if you if you need to if if you want. France is next. The Grand Marnier and Grey Goose Orange Slush, the Grey Goose Citron Lemonade Slush, are expensive, but they are pretty good.
1: We'll uh, split that.
0: Yeah, so you definitely want to try that. I would not try uh, one of the beers in the France Pavilion, but they, you know, they could definitely have. You could have one of the wines. And after that, you go to the U.K., you blend it up in the United Kingdom. There's quite a few beers on tap in Rose and Crown. They're all pretty good. Uh, there's pub blends such as Bumblebee, Black and Tan, uh, the Golden Fox is there. So a lot uh, a lot of good beers in the U.K. that you can check out. And lastly, which we said, if you're a beer drinker, go to the right first for good reason. Canada beer is the best beer in Epcot.
1: Hmm. I, I I don't know. I... I have to, I have to determine that this year for myself. Right. me because we never go right. That's why. So we will purposely go right this year, and we will. I will experience this.
0: Right. Candice started serving a few different varieties of Unibrow beers outside the kiosk. So there's a, a bunch of different ones. There's La Fin du Monday. It's a very robust Abbey triple that is one of the best beers in the world, and it's got a 99 score on Rate Beer. So oh, wow. I would definitely. Something you want to check out, and it may be worth it for that $11 beer. I wonder if we can get it locally to try out, too. We'll have to see. Okay. But anyways, that kind of just wraps up like a drinking around the world. Gives you a little synopsis of each country, each drink you should have in the World Showcase as you experience Epcot and Walt Disney World as an adult and have some fun for yourself on your vacation. And any other final thoughts about drinking around the World Showcase at Epcot? Heather.
1: Just be responsible.
0: Of course. You are on vacation and there are a million children.
1: Yes. But wait, exactly. wait to
0: do it. All right. So, as we wrap up episode number 26, Heather, the show notes will be under the blog section.
1: Yep, so you can check that out at bookmdtravel.com. You can check us out on our socials, on Facebook, Magical Destinations Travel, as well as on Instagram, Magical Destinations Travel Co. And you can find us on Twitter, Magical Trev.
0: That's it. Till next time, let the Disney vibes flow. Find Disney vibes for all your vacation needs on the web at bookmdtravel.com.